0: Am I crazy, or did he say Josh Heupel there?
1: He did. New Alabama <laughs> offensive coordinator Josh Heupel. Pete Thamel first to report. <laughs> uh,
0: beat, beat him, and now he uh, wants to join him, I guess.
1: Yes. Josh Heupel still uh, linked to OU after all this time. Wow. You love to hear it.
0: Uh, well, Yeah,
1: he meant to say Jeff Lebby, or as the text right. line just said, Jeff Libby. Uh, but he said Josh Heupel instead.
0: Well, hey, we all make mistakes, I guess. Um well I understand where that's coming from. Um Jeff Lebby's name has been a hot commodity now for quite some time. Last year, obviously, Oklahoma scooped him up and this year still uh his name's being thrown around for all kinds of stuff and um I don't know. I I feel pretty confident he's gonna stay around Oklahoma and see this thing out. Uh, Same. But I guess you never know, uh, but I I think it's good. Whenever other programs want what you have, uh, that's a good sign. So yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, I I feel confident Lebby's gonna stay. You know, you never know what what a Alabama or, or some of these other programs may throw at you to try and change your change your mind or. Make things look really good, but I don't know. I think I got a good feeling that uh, Levy's going to stick around Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, I, I was just looking at some uh, recent Alabama offensive coordinators to see like what jobs they got after having success at Bama, because you know it's pretty obvious that if you have success as the OC here, um, you're going to find yourself in a pretty good situation. Um, you know, so I, I was looking at Alabama, Steve Sarkisian, obviously the head coach at Texas, so that one worked out. Uh, Lane Kiffin, Kiffin, did he go from Alabama to, did he go to FAU after Bama?
0: Yeah. Or did he go, no, I think that's right.
1: Yeah. Bama to FAU. Okay. Uh, Jim McElwain, I think he went to Florida maybe after he was at Bama. Uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. definitely at
1: Florida at one time. Mm -hmm. Mike Loxley in, um, he's still the head coach at Maryland right now. Uh, Brian Dable, he's off to the NFL Then you had Doug Nussmeier. You had Bill O'Brien, who's currently there. Looks like he might be the Patriots OC. And then uh, Major Applewhite. So, yeah, they've had some OCs here recently that have had some um, decent success and gone on to some pretty good jobs there.
0: Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it's been a launch pad. There's there's no doubt about that. It's been a launch pad. Uh, You know, it's an interesting time to go there. You know, I – there, there's a lot of people that speculate, and I'm not necessarily in this group, but there's a lot of people that speculate that perhaps Alabama, the, the strength is maybe fading a little bit. Georgia perhaps is, has passed them as the top dog in in the SEC. So, I mean, that's something to look at for a coordinator going to Alabama, but still an unbelievable situation. Um Georgia, going to be looking for an offensive coordinator, too, perhaps. So Alabama and Georgia could be in on the mix. So it's wild down there right now.
1: Guy from Guyer says, okay, do that for OU now. Offensive coordinators. Head coach at USC. Head coach at Tennessee. And this says head coach at Tulsa. So you're saying, like, where Kevin Wilson is now. But, yeah, Chuck Long was at San Diego State uh, right after OU. Mike Leach to Tech. Mangino to Kansas, um, Muleshoe got promoted here. So OU's track record with OCs is um, with, with other jobs is is pretty good too. Yep. Well, what, what's cr- like no one would say that the Alabama OC job is is not a really really good one or one of the best in college football. Uh, of course it is. Like the track record, especially offensively, speaks for itself here recently. But does Jeff Levy now, like at this given second? Does he have a better group of quarterbacks than what he would get at Alabama if he were to take that job? I think that he might. I think that he probably does. He has a returning starter with talent, with a, you know, with some talent um, that's played in a lot of games, and a five-star quarterback that's incoming. Alabama really doesn't know who their starting quarterback is going to be next year, and it doesn't seem like they're going to get anyone in the portal either.
0: Well, that's probably true, but. Um, uh, uh, Lebby. What? What are some other names, perhaps, for the Alabama offensive coordinator job? I guess what I'm getting at here is, I don't know that there's there's any college football guy like quarterbacks out there. I mean, Alabama is Alabama. Like that's that's the thing first and foremost. But I don't. I just I don't know how many quarterbacks out there were just. All you know excited about maybe going play for Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator. Now, whoever he ends up hiring, that may change pretty quickly, especially if it's someone who has, you know, a track record of of you know having success with quarterbacks so far. But you know, I don't know who that would be necessarily. And maybe at the end of the day, that's that's not gonna change anyone's opinion. Like Alabama's Alabama. If you get the chance to go play there, you look at it. Uh, really, really hard regardless of who the offensive coordinator is, and I think that's probably the best thing. And, you know, the other point I'll make is, you know, I it's I think it's been proven before at Alabama. Now, obviously, you want a five-star, uh, you know, pro prospect that can do everything, that can run, that can pass, that's uh, efficient with the football, that's a good leader. Like, you want all of those things, but, I, you know, I – you don't necessarily have to have that. like Jeff Levy, like were he really considering the Alabama position, yeah, the quarterback position is better at Oklahoma right now, perhaps than Alabama, but
1: But I know what I know what's coming next. Yes, and that's why I said quarterback and not yeah, the other positions. Everything
0: and, else is yeah.
1: and I and I'm not even trying to argue that, you know, um OU's a better offense next year than Alabama. I'm just, you know, the quarterback position, you know, looks – it looks like right now it's better at OU. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I think that's fascinating. Um, we'll follow that. I I feel, like I said, I feel pretty good that, that Lebby's going to stick it out here at Oklahoma, um, at least for the time being. Now, obviously, anything could happen, and Alabama's got a lot of resources to throw around, and, um, you know <laughs> – If someone comes to you and offers you more money than you make now, a better contract than you have now, and it's a place that most people, well, everyone would consider to be in a better position, a better place right now, like that's really hard to turn down.
1: It is. It's really hard to turn down um, unless – and I can't remember if Bill O'Brien was on the field or up in the box. Do you think Saban makes his offensive coordinators uh, call games from the field so he can yell at them publicly in yeah. front of everyone? Is that like, all right, we gave you this nice big contract. By the way, it's not there, but I'm just going to add it in here at the last second. You got to be on the field because when you uh, run it on third, or when you throw it on third and two instead of run it, yeah, I'm going to yell at you in front of everyone and well, embarrass you.
0: If you if you uh, insist on being up in the box. Do you think there's a cardboard cutout of you that someone holds down on the field that he can come over and scream
1: at? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, Kendall says, Teddy and Tyler, why would Levy take the Alabama job when Jackson Arnold is the reason he came to Oklahoma? Yeah. I.
0: I hang on a second. Does, is that suggesting that Jackson Arnold is the reason Jeff Levy came to Oklahoma?
1: I think it may sound like that. I think that it's suggesting that Levy is the reason that Jackson Arnold came to OU That's right. what it meant it's that's what it's meant to say
0: right Well um, I, I understand that in here I think that I think Jeff Levy probably wants to see that through. It right, probably feels good about some of the stuff they have coming in, and wants to build on it and and see what they can pull off. I I, I feel strongly about that, um, but if you've got what you consider to be a better situation elsewhere, and you're getting more money and all of those things, then I, sometimes I. If there's a recruit that's coming in because you you had a strong tie to them, I, I, you know it's just kind of the nature of the business, unfortunately. But I don't know. I think it's all a moot point. I think Jeff Levy's staying here. I think he's going to see this thing out. I think he does believe that Jackson Arnold's going to be a special player. I think he does believe that their offense is going to build something really impressive here, and uh, he's going to see it through. Do I know that for sure? No, but I feel strong about it.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, a random OU uh, trivia question for you. Uh, oh, yeah. Answer me. I'm going to give you a few hints. You tell me which current head coach on campus this is. This current head coach has won five national championships in the last eight seasons. Wow. This head coach has an astounding 126 and four record at home during her tenure. Ah, oh, I just ruined that one. During uh, the tenure at OU. Last one, this coach is one of just two active head coaches to win at least one NCAA team title in the sport. Which head coach am I referencing?
0: Porter Moser. (laughs) Porter Moser is, yeah.
1: (laughs) Nice. No, K.J. Kindler, no big deal. Just uh, five national championships in the past eight seasons. Mm. And as I walked into the Sam Veerson Gymnastics Center, about an hour and a half ago, I looked to my right, and all of those national championship trophies were staring right at me. It's pretty cool over here, man.
0: Yeah. So, what's going on over there? What's what's uh?
1: Well, a hashtag dynasty is going on over here well, right now. No but doubt. if you mean what we're actually promoting, other than the dynasty, it's the uh, top five meet on Sunday night, six forty-five. Uh, OU and Utah at the LNC. They're unveiling the national championship banner from this past season. Uh, it's alumni night so there's gonna have a lot of alumni in the building uh keep talking about these um these replica national championship rings first 350 I've got one right in front of me so this is the first time I've ever had like a uh championship ring what what do you do with your championship ring is it just like in a uh random uh closet of yours somewhere in your house
0: yes yeah
1: <laughs> that's the least surprising thing ever
0: there's i have like a uh I have like a ring box. It's got, you know, it's like a, I don't know, an OU logoed, like really nice wood box for rings that it's in.
1: And that's just like, it, it's not even presented somewhere in the house. It's just like kind of in a random closet somewhere. Yeah. It's, show that off.
0: It's somewhere random right now. Uh, frankly, I'm not exactly sure where it is right now. So, hmm. but it is at the house. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, what's the like, what do you think? What should I do with that? Should that be something that's on display?
1: Um, Yeah, like you have you have a really cool garage. I don't know if the garage is where you want to put all your championship rings, but I would just think like one room in the house, uh, not like a bedroom or anything, but just like one room where it's where it's like, I don't know. I think that's cool. That's what I would do if I Mm. had one. At least I think. I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll consider it perhaps. Maybe that'll yeah, happen at some point. Considered
1: it for all about ten <laughs> seconds, knowing yeah. you. Well, did you get any? Did you get any in the NFL at all?
0: Any championship rings?
1: Just like I don't know what they give rings out for certain things. There, like maybe you won four games at the Lions, and they gave you guys rings for winning four games one year. I don't know. Well,
0: they could, they should have, but as far as I know, and I could be wrong about this. The only ring that you get in the NFL is for winning the Super Bowl. Now, maybe there's like a a Pro Bowl ring. I don't think they give like NFC or AFC championship rings, but I guess I could be wrong on that. I don't know. But to answer the question, no, I do not have any rings from the NFL.
1: Well, you should have gotten a ring in Buffalo for uh, surviving a winner up there. Yeah. Should at least give you something for doing that. This text says uh, wear it. Well, it says blank and wear it every single day, Teddy start wearing your rings to the office.
0: I not an accessories guy. I don't wear a necklace, I don't wear a watch. I wear a wedding ring um which, you know, I was basically forced to in the beginning because same not because I wasn't proud of the marriage and wanted to like not wear the ring. It's just I, a ring feels like it it might as well have been around my neck. I, it just uncomfortable, but but I'm used to it now. That's the only thing I have, a big, bulky championship ring. I just I would feel like a total douche wearing that.
1: <laughs> some people
0: could pull it off. Fair enough. I some people could pull enough. it off, and it and it, <laughs> it you know it works right in with whatever they're wearing, and oh, cool ring. Like, I would feel like a total idiot wearing that around.
1: Um, you want to give away some uh, tickets to the gymnastics meet on Sunday? That sounds right. like a good idea? No, yeah. not really. You don't want to? Okay, we'll wait till next. <laughs> no, Saturday, I'm then.
0: kidding. Let's no, we'll
1: delay it. You don't want to? If you fine. No, um, Texas. I and I already said the answer. So I hope you were listening about five minutes ago. Text line first to Texas. How many national championships the OU women's Gymnastics t- uh, program has? You're gonna be. uh, You'll have some tickets for free tickets for uh, Sunday's meet. Four zero five six five one, thirty four thirty nine. First one. So let's go. How many national titles they have? It's more than three. There's your hint. The (laughs) dynasty is well, and it's it's underway out here in uh, Norman. It's pretty cool.
0: Sweet. All right, let's hit a quick opening timeout. More from the rush coming up. Send your texts in. How many national championships for OU gymnastics? We'll be back.
1: It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We have our first winner of the day, Chapstick. Just won a a pair of tickets for the OU Women's Gymnastics Meet on Sunday. And, you know, one thing about our great listeners, Teddy, uh, they are not humble in victory. Chapstick says, I need to take a victory lap, though. Who's the greatest? I'm the greatest. I'll always be (laughs) the greatest. There'll never be another as great as I am. (laughs) After getting that one right. Uh, appreciate everyone for uh, interact uh, inter- for interacting with that trivia question. What did you think of the basketball game last night?
0: Well, it's a tough one. It was a tough one. <laughs> um, second half wasn't pretty. Couldn't get anything going. Um, and I kind think- of
1: annoying that they didn't miss in the final twenty minutes. Yeah, what that was all about.
0: And you know, I think. Tell me if you disagree. Um, as it often does, especially in college basketball, I think home court mattered significantly. Like, whenever they made a couple of big plays, big dunks, and that place, you know, just ignited, I think it, you know, plays a big factor in the game.
1: Well, like, w- with the matchup between the two teams, like, okay, yes, I agree with that. And I felt that too. But was it even more magnified last night because, like, OSU – Like, they're a good defensive team. That's what they do. That's how they try to win games. I feel like the home court was a factor last night. Yeah, it was their best home crowd of the year. I feel like he was even more magnified, though, because the home crowd, it really kind of charged them up even more on the defensive end, and I felt it made OU tighter on the offensive end. So, yes, absolutely. I felt that.
0: Yeah. We, from my observation, uh, not an expert in hoops, but – I feel like whenever we play teams that are that are specialty defensive teams, like that's the worst matchup for us. Like because and I mean we got guys that can do some things. You know, I like Jalen Hill. Um, you know, I like the Groves brothers, but right now we're just kind of Sherfield is the offensive weapon, right? And if he's on, okay, we look good. If he's off, we're gonna have some real problems generating offense and it just makes – it seems to make everything so incredibly difficult on us. And is that not what happened last night? Floor. Yeah, In the exactly. first half,
1: he was awesome, man. First half, he was great. I think he had 15 points at the half, and he's averaging 17 on the year, and he didn't score at all in the second half. And it kind of turned into hero ball at times. Yeah, it's, it's – OU fans are pretty worked up after that 72-56 loss last night for how they looked in the second half. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's tough, man. And I was looking at the basketball power index today that ESPN has. So OU is currently 11-7 and seven on the year and 2-4 and four in conference play. And here's how ESPN thinks OU is going to fare the rest of the year. Uh, Baylor at home on Saturday, uh, they say they lose. At TCU loss, Bama at home loss, OSU at home win, but then three consecutive losses at West Virginia, at Baylor, KU at home. A win at home against K State, a loss at Texas, a win at home against Tech, at Iowa State, and at Kansas State they think they lose, and they think they they think they they close the regular season with the win at TCU. So ESPN thinks ESPN thinks OU goes four and nine the rest of the way.
0: Oh, four and nine, okay.
1: And and if that's true, OU will finish at fifteen and sixteen on the year and six and thirteen in conference. Like that's that's not gonna do it. That ain't getting you into the dance.
0: Right. Okay, so just to – re, you had – they have us beating Oklahoma State at home. Yes. Beating Tech at home. Kansas
1: State at home, Tech at home, and TCU at home.
0: Kansas State at home and TCU at home. Man. All right. I think we got a better chance of beating West Virginia on the road than we have of beating (laughs) – Kansas State at home, but, maybe um, though they played you tough
1: a, here recently, and they had yeah, a big win last night uh, at, at home against uh, I think it was TCU. But like all, all that to say is that you're going to have to. I mean, Saturday is just such a big game, man. I mean, it really is. Um, you, you needed to at least split this week. Two and O would have been great, but if you lose this week, then you got at TCU and then Bama next week that's a way more difficult stretch than you have this week like it's too early in the season to call anything a must win I think but this Baylor game on Saturday it's it's pretty close to you know you need to win that game
0: yeah no I agree I would say that every home game on the schedule is a must win Uh, that's just it's unfortunate but that's just kind of how it is and can you get by with maybe not beating Kansas at home? Yeah, you can, but you're going to have to make up for it somewhere on the road. It's just going to be incredibly difficult. So I know this, there's going to be tons of really, really good games. And I don't uh, – f- the record thing is just going to hurt them. I, and it's it's unfair. And maybe maybe this helps me view the new proposal – of where there's 750 teams in the NCAA <laughs> tournament. Um, you know, because of like like Oklahoma's got an incredibly difficult run in the in the Big 12 and their record is obviously not going to look as good as some what some other teams in some other conferences do against opponents and you know, even if you've got like three or four good teams in your conference, there's some breaks in there. In the Big 12, there are zero breaks, none at all, and it, it's, I don't know, it's overwhelming. So, Well,
1: like to your point, you found that out last night, the hard way. Um, yeah. OSU is, you know, ninth, probably best team in the league, maybe Tech's down there, maybe they're a little bit better than West Virginia, but they're at the bottom portion of the conference, and... They're really good defensively. Like they may not be one of the better teams in the conference, but they still have something that they can hang their hat on, and it's on the defensive end. Right. So you're you're gonna run into something every single every single game. Yeah, that's what that's what you're saying.
0: Yes, it's but tough, man.
1: It, they scored forty eight in the second half last night. Man. Yeah. Rough.
0: Just think though, like uh, West Virginia mm-hmm. is, you know, you got that win against them at home by one point and they are they're one and five in conference and just got a, a home home win a nice win against TCU but i that's that, those are the games that are supposed to be the easy ones but they're like West Virginia is is an incredibly tough team and especially whenever you go play them at their house you know they just beat the number 14 team in the country who was what 14 and 3 going into that game was TCU so it's just, I don't know, there, not a whole lot you can do about it except for try and get better, try and not turn the ball over as much, and hold serve at home, man. You got to.
1: Did you laugh at the second air horn last night while Grant Sherfield was at the free throw line and they had to issue a warning that if they did the air horn again, OSU was going to be charged with a technical foul? Oh, my gosh. I, that air horn was loud on TV. I've never I'm surely I've I've heard an air horn before in the student section when the opposing team's at the free throw line. But that one was like I don't know if like the crowd mic was just right there, but golly that was loud. And I guess for as tough of a time as Grant Sherfield had in the second half, he sank both of those free throws with the air horn while he was trying to shoot. It was pretty impressive.
0: What do you make of uh, Gallagher Iba Arena? Have you been there for a game? I've never. I've, I've been there a few times, but I've never been there for a game. Whenever it's packed,
1: um, it it's, looks loud. Well, it is because it's set like the the stands are like right on top of the court, like it's which is basically the set up setup. for maximum loudness in that place. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think it's a just from viewing it on TV. Uh, like I said, I've I've been in there, but I haven't been in there when it's when the basketball game's going. It just, it has the feeling of, it looks like a college arena that's set up with the crowd to be right on top of you and to be really, really loud. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Toby Keith and uh, Barry, by God, Switzer were at the game last night sitting courtside. And I don't know if it was before the game or after the game, but apparently they were buying some drinks (laughs) at Joe's in Stillwater. They were uh, hitting the I'm town hanging to out. i shocked to hear that. Just absolutely <laughs> floored that that's the case. Oh, man. I love that. Seeing Toby Keith and Switzer courtside and then hearing that either before or after they were out uh, hanging out and having a good time. That's awesome. They need to go to every single OU road game, in my opinion. Agree.
0: So, let me ask you. Are, does Oklahoma make the tournament or not?
1: Um... I'm going to say – I mean, just looking at the rest of the schedule and – I mean, I don't think the ESPN BPI is 100% accurate, though it might be pretty close. Like, looking at the rest of the schedule, like, I I would say probably no.
0: Probably no?
1: Probably no. No. They're going to have to do some work in the uh, Big 12 tournament, probably like they did. I, You know what I think? I think that they're probably going to be in the same situation as they were last year going to Kansas City, having to beat two really good teams back-to-back to um, – to be on the right side of the bubble. And uh, they almost did it last year. And
0: then do it and still not get in? Wait, what, <laughs> what was it that they did last year that they was like – They
1: beat Baylor. Um, last game of the who season? Who – was Baylor like a one seed last year or a two seed? They beat Baylor, and then they almost beat Tech uh, the next round. They lost in the final minute or so. Didn't they like win a
0: game at the end of the Ra- – like the last game of the regular season too? No. No, they didn't. But I, they had a nice little run there late though. They won – what four of their last five, including win over number three Baylor, or no? That sorry, this has the tournament listed on yeah. there. Sorry, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Um, hopefully, they make it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it means if they don't. I, I, I. Does that mean anything for the future for OU men's hoops if they don't make the tournament this year?
1: like a change I don't think yeah. it means a change if that's what you're trying to ask no I, yeah. I don't i don't think that's the case no i
0: and i'm i'm not suggesting one should take place but um just curious because i know people are going to be frustrated with that which you know is kind of how it goes but man i'm was saying this i recognize that i am Part of the problem and not part of the solution, but agree, it would really help us out a bunch if we had a better home court situation.
1: Yeah,
0: right. And I'm not even talking about like we need a new arena. I, I don't even. I'm not even. They don't even care about that. Just talking about like there's a there's a bunch of places that have like old, not the not the greatest amenities arenas on campuses that are packed whenever their schools are playing at home, even whenever they're not necessarily any good. And we just flat out don't have that. And I can.
1: And you're already fighting an uphill battle in terms of overall talent as it is, you right. know, yeah. you'd like to have something that could even the, the playing field a little bit, but they just, they don't have that, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, Flat out the only way to change that is to win win basketball games I, I i wish a bunch of people would show up and we know that that will happen whenever the team gets good because that place was packed when everybody healed and them were on their rip but i it's sad to say like I don't see anything changing that so
1: I mean, here here's the thing about the tough schedule, though. Before we hit a break, like there's always opportunity. So I haven't. If there's an updated bracketology today, um, I haven't seen it. But the, the the last one that was released that I saw earlier this week, they're still on the right side of the bubble. And if you just win your next two home games, if you just win two out of your next three, easier said than done, I know. But if you beat Baylor on Saturday, which is who's a top 25 team, you can win that game and then you beat Alabama a week from Saturday who's one of the best teams in college basketball all of a sudden i think the the narrative maybe on if they're going to make the tournament or not flips pretty considerably th- th- those would be two awesome wins right uh th- maybe you'll just take one of those wins right now the take last the Alabama one, win
0: i think came out tuesday and we were listed as last four in so yeah i haven't seen there's not an updated one at least not on espn right now so yeah there you go all right, um, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Tyler's hanging out up there. OU Gymnastics, they got a big meet coming up this weekend. Uh, keep hitting the text on. I see them coming in. We'll get to some of those next. 651 3439.
1: It is The Rush. Live on the ref for the Suitor fans. Tyler McComas, Teddy Layman. I'm at the Sam Beerson Gymnastics Center. Urging you get out to the LNC on Sunday night. 645, top five matchup between OU and Utah. They need a packed house. They deserve a packed house defending national champs. Back in the top five this year once again with another great chance to win a national championship. Five in the past eight years. Uh, they're looking to build on that even more uh, this season. They've got another really, really good squad. 6.45 on Sunday. That will be aired on ESPN. Go check that out. Soonersports.com is where you can get tickets. I guess the big story in college football today has got to be Spencer Sanders to Ole Miss. It's a little bit of a surprise, huh? Uh,
0: Is it? What? What? Why are you surprised by that uh, move? Well,
1: Auburn was – well, for a couple of reasons. One, Auburn was the scuttlebutt, like – the heavy favorite it sounded like for him to land there. And the fact that Ole Miss has their starting quarterback coming back and they just had a former five-star transfer to Ole Miss in the portal cycle. I guess that's why it's surprising.
0: Yeah. What do you think was the main factor? What's the reason why Sanders went to Ole Miss over Auburn? Was whatever the other places that he was rumored well, to be going.
1: I don't know. I guess I have a theory that did he go into the portal with certain expectations of attention that he was going to get, and then he found out that, you know, maybe there wasn't the attention he thought he was going to get. Um, I, I don't know why he picks Ole Miss over Auburn. I have no idea. But why he picks Ole Miss in the end – my guess is that he thought he was going to get a certain amount of like teams trying to get him, and then that didn't really happen, and it just came down to a select few. That's that's the best I can give you. Because didn't we hear like a week ago that he tried to come back uh, like nine practices in during the bowl game to come back and play, and Mike yeah. Gundy told him no? Like maybe he just didn't get the attention he thought he was going to get and was trying to come back to OSU. I don't know.
0: Like The, the money wasn't there, like NIL stuff and – I don't know. It didn't. Did it seem like that was ever like one of the main driving factors for him? At least I
1: never really heard that. I mean, there someone said this week um, he's making like three hundred k last year at OSU. It's a pretty good payday. That's a really
0: good payday. Really three hundred k?
1: Yeah, I was surprised about that. Wow. That's nice. I don't know why you leave that. <laughs> I don't know why, why. No wonder he's trying to come back. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take that 300k again right. if it's still on the table. Let's do that one.
0: Yeah, once you're in the portal, and I don't know, like, like teams can be patient, perhaps, or, or the teams that can be patient, just kind of wait things out, and as the offers maybe don't come in. He, he, at some point, like this late in the game, the advantage really swings towards the teams, you know, especially whenever the school you came from said, No, you can't come back. Mm. <laughs> that that really put him in a in a in a bad spot when it comes to NIL negotiation, but I don't know. I think Ole Miss is a frankly, I think he's the perfect quarterback for that offense.
1: They like a dual well, Jackson Dart's dual threat. Um Matt Corral was dual threats. Uh, Spencer Sanders is dual threat. So yeah, yeah he's kind of right in line of. I don't think he's as good as Matt Corral. Uh, I think he might be a little bit better than Jackson Dart. But yeah, that's that's fair. I think he's right in line with what they've had there recently.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know about Jackson Dart. You know, I think one of the things about Jackson Dart is he was young. He was just a uh, like. Uh, I think he was a true sophomore that played sparingly as a true freshman, right? And that kind of how that that thing went down? I think so, yes. Um, Spencer Sanders is a guy that's got a ton of experience. Guys played uh, so many snaps of football, it's ridiculous. But I, I don't necessarily think it's over for Jackson Dart. I think he's still got some uh, some pretty, pretty solid things that he can do. He's good running the football. He. Didn't he do pretty good last year rushing for Ole Miss? Ole Miss?
1: Was a Ole Miss ran the ball really well last year. Yeah, I, I think he uh he I don't think he was a six
0: fourteen. Yeah, rushing. that's not
1: bad. That's not bad. Yeah, so he's he, he's a dual threat for sure. Text line says that they heard Sanders was making closer to four hundred thousand. So I was off by a hundred thousand dollars. Four hundred K. Eh,
0: well Yeah. I don't know. Wonder what he's making at Ole Miss. Um, <laughs> better
1: be more. Hope he didn't take a pay cut to go to Oxford.
0: So who who else did they get in the? Uh... So
1: they got Walker Howard. He was a five star. Not in this recruiting class, but the year before, he left LSU to go to Ole Miss.
0: He was a he was a five star.
1: Yeah. Top 50 player.
0: He wasn't a Gatorade uh, National Player of the Year, was he? He was not. No, he was not. No, he (laughs) was not, thankfully.
1: (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Text line says The main factor, no one wanted him and he had to take the only thing offered. It's painfully obvious that he did not have a legit offer to go anywhere else. It was Ole Miss or nothing. It's from the 405.
0: Maybe that's the case. I don't know. I, I don't think that. I don't think going to Ole Miss is. I don't think that's some like terrible move for Spencer Sanders. I think it's actually a, a really good move for Spencer Sanders. And I think about Ole Miss, their offense last year. I think weren't they? They were definitely a top ten. They were on the verge of being a, a top five. I think. Um, you know, Kiffin has uh, a an impressive track record and he gets a ton of credit for having a great offense. Some of it, he deserves some of it. He doesn't, um, you know, he's a guy that can prepare you for the NFL, spend a ton of time in the NFL. So I, I I think it's a good move for Spencer Sanders. Honestly, I, I don't see. Yeah. He's, he's not going to a place that has the, well, as we look at it right now, has a what we would consider to be a, a good chance to win a conference championship or even a um, a national championship. Yeah, but they were a
1: Sugar Bowl two years ago, so it's not yeah. like they've been you know rolling off five and sevens or anything like that. They got off to a great start this year. Like, did he make a step up in program? Um, yeah, I mean probably pretty soon. Yes. maybe a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, Ole Miss, sure, okay. Yeah, so he took a step up, and I think he's got a real good chance to be their starter next year.
0: Well, okay, I say yes. He took a step up for the for the final year that he's going to be in college
1: football. You're I, talking about the two teams' current situations? Yes. Is that what you mean? Like, oh, I, yeah, that's not even close between the two. Yeah, Absolutely. Like,
0: I, I don't – Ole Miss is not a better program than Oklahoma State over the past decade. It's not even close. So – I like, I don't know necessarily, and I don't even care to get into the comparing of Ole Miss and Oklahoma State. But for the situation coming up next season, his final year in college football, he's going to be in a much better spot. What did yeah. Ole Miss Ta- go? Did they win eight? nine? Well, again? they started oh, they, off. That's right. They started
1: off like six and zero, and they totally cratered, cratered down yeah. the stretch. They lost that game at LSU. They end up losing the Egg Bowl to Mississippi State. Like they had a. Would they finish seven and five? Maybe. Do you yeah. have it pulled up in front of you? Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't have it pulled up, but I remember it came right around the time that Lane Kiffin was like strutting his stuff, and then they lost out basically, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is typically how it goes. I mean,
1: Texline is very dismissive of Sanders starting next year. I, I don't know, like maybe his option—he didn't have a ton of. I don't think that he's going to Ole Miss if he doesn't think he has at least a really good chance to compete there.
0: Yeah. Well, I I agree that it's not a guarantee that he starts especially as an outsider coming in but I'll take him over the Howard kid from Louisiana State and you know I side unseen I haven't seen a whole lot of Jackson Dart I know he's young Um, you know he's a big physical impressive looking athlete Um, but Spencer Sanders is way more experienced and you know I would say that dart is kind of like a young Spencer Sanders. Young Spencer Sanders turned the football over a ton, right? But last couple of years as he's, you know, learned, um, you know, developed, got experience, he's been way better at uh, hanging on to the football, being smart with the football. I don't think – last year didn't he throw like four or five interceptions on the year?
1: You Which one, Dart or Sanders? Sanders. Well, he threw four against OU, so I think he threw more than that. Yeah, <laughs> he threw quite a bit. We'll get some of these texts on the other side, though. He threw nine total.
0: Takes. And so four of those came against Oklahoma. So he was at five going you know, all other games. So still single digits throwing four in one game to Oklahoma. And Not I think – I think dart through, I was just looking at it a minute ago, 11 or so interceptions last year. So I, I think that's the thing that you're going to yeah. get with Spencer Sanders is just smarter with the football, and it may do dart a little bit of good for, to learn from a vet.
1: All right, got to hit a break. All right,
0: quick timeout, more from The Rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number one next.
1: It is The Rush on the ref as we close up hour number one, live at the Sam Beersom Gymnastic Center getting you ready for the big meet on Sunday. Top five matchup, OU and Utah. OU is 4-0 after two meets. They won the star-studded Super 16 event in Vegas last week. And, of course, we all watched them win uh, Monday afternoon against number 13 LSU in front of 12,000 fans. LSU had a great home crowd. Let's get the same thing Sunday, 645. Doors open at 545. Go see the top five matchup live at the Lloyd Noble Center. Hour number two of The Rush coming up next.